Harry, I have no idea where this will lead us, but I have a definite feeling it will be a place both wonderful and strange. water's cold and like an alternate universe that's what dale cooper would say is he happy it's cold <laughs> i don't know his coffee is hot the water is cold <laughs> hey guys oh <laughs> are we starting the podcast <laughs> yeah we start the podcast hey guys it's uh same peaks y'all your uh your friendly neighborhood podcast where two librarian geeks every two weeks Talk about an episode of Twin Peaks, although Ooh. sometimes it's more than two weeks. Sometimes it's more. Oh, I just realized our saying, like our little slogan, doesn't work anymore. <laughs> well, we had an unscheduled recording hiatus, but we're back in the saddle, as they say. They do say that. Um, we could say that the hiatus involves uh, the darkness in the woods. Totally. In the trees? Did yeah. I mess it up? Darkness in the trees? No, darkness in the woods. Oh, I got yeah, it. Perfect. Yeah. Guys. Totally owls involved. My name's Eric. And my name is Tess. Uh, Tess has seen all of these episodes of the show Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks super fan. She's a super fan. I'm watching them brand new with her as we do the show. We do a new episode of Twin Peaks for every episode of our podcast. Um, <laughs> What's the name of our podcast? Same Peaks, y'all. That's right. It has been a while. Um... <laughs> What episode are we discussing today? Today we are discussing episode five of season two of Twin Peaks, also known as The Orchid's Curse. Ooh, spooky. This is kind of a spooky episode, actually. It is kind of a spooky episode. So we'll jump right into our first segment in which I uh, recap the episode and Eric... um, fills in with his color commentary and I have my handy dandy highlighter, highlighter. in okay. case we encounter any mysteries that we Do you think we're going to encounter any mysteries? <laughs> I think we just might. Okay. I'm excited. <laughs> so we open with Dale Cooper awakening with the most amazing bedhead ever. <laughs> you know what? I don't think I even noticed his bedhead. Oh, he had like a big swoopy thing with his oh hair. Oh, my God. Oh, how did you not well, notice you that? Well, you know... <laughs> Okay, so I've got a, a theory about that. Okay. Well, it's not a mystery. So it's don't, a mystery about don't, his hair? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think if this fits as a mystery. Uh, no, it doesn't. I, okay. I don't think I notice his hair because Freya often wakes up with like, my, Freya's my daughter for new listeners, wakes up with amazing like 
Mowgli living in the jungle here, I imagine. <laughs> so I, I think I'm just like I'm eye blind to uh, to uh, just bedhead. To bedhead. I just don't see bedhead anymore. I didn't even notice that. That's so funny. <laughs> um, we find out that he's been treating his rib pain with yoga. Awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, he says, "Diane, I am now upside down." I look. By the way, okay. So okay, two things. Uh, he had his hands on the pillow, right? Yeah. And he flips up, and his heels are on the wall, right? right? First of all, if he did that unassisted, that's amazing, right? <laughs> but we all know he just lifted, and some guy off camera like grabbed his little legs, right, and held him up. <laughs> that's uh, first of all, I should have assumed he, he practiced. He's a yoga practitioner, yeah. right? But I mean, good for him. That's all. You ever do yoga? Plus? Um, no. Yeah. No, I know that you practice yoga. I do, I do. It doesn't surprise me that Dale Cooper practices yoga because he's so um, trim and fit and he eats so many donuts. You have to imagine he's doing something to keep in shape. Yeah, that's a good point. He's also like... uh, he he's a big follower of like Tibetan philosophy, yeah. so I would think he would also kind of get into that. Well, like, he's kind an of far extremely Eastern. focused person, yeah. which I really like envy. That's mm-hmm. a great quality to have. But I don't think I think he works Probably hard. Helps you with the yeah. yoga, yeah, or maybe the yoga helps him to be focused. Well, it probably goes hand in hand. I would think it, it, it's a it's a secular type situation. Uh, yeah. It goes hand in hand. But uh, <laughs> he does a handstand and he sees and he sees Audrey's note. Ooh, about I almost forgot about the note, actually. Yeah, yeah. which the giant was right. He was forgetting something. Yeah. It was Audrey's note. Last time we saw that note was, what, the season finale? I, I don't think? think Dale... Oh, Dale did see the note. He, he saw just it. didn't open the it. The door knocked, and then he got shot. But now he has read the note. Yeah. And um, he realizes that um, little Miss Audrey has gone to One-Eyed Jack, so he knows for sure where she is. As opposed to, he just knew someone had her. That's right. But didn't know where. Um, Lucy's going out of town to see her sister. Or so she says. Yes. She Um, probably does deserve a vacation, if it's a real vacation, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Binkle is installing ramps and stuff. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is at Shelly and Leo's yeah, house because yeah, yeah. uh, we're getting ready for Leo to come home. And um, this scene was so ridiculous. Um, I think the highlight for me was when Mr. Binkle says. Um, is his name Binkle? That's what, they, that's what they call him. Mr. Binkle. Mr. Binkle. Oh, Mr. Binkle. He says, a machine's like a woman. You've got to hit it. Remember <laughs> that part? <laughs> When he said that, when the that, machine is going haywire and he like whacks it, he's like, you know, the machine's like a woman. Ugh. Um, you know what though? I don't. Well, that doesn't. I was gonna say today that's definitely not okay. Well, not to hit a woman, but to make that kind of joke. It wasn't it, okay back thank then. Thank you. I was about to say, was it okay back then? I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. No. Yeah. Do you do you recognize Mr. Bickle? What's his no. name? No, I so okay. That actor, Mr. Facial Blindness. I know who you he recognize is. Recognize that actor. I recognize that actor. Who is? Are he? you familiar with the show Laverne and Shirley? Yeah, I'm familiar with that yeah, show. There were two guys that would show up that always were kind of like these. I don't know how you describe it, but almost like uh, they hit on all the women. Kind of mm-hmm. is Lenny and Squiggy. No. Mr. Binkle was squiggy. He would always show oh up gosh. and he would go like this. He'd go, hello, girls. And then he used to, you guys can't see this. But for some reason, this is a big thing back in the day where they would pretend to bite their, like, wrists when they saw attractive women like this. Here, if you want to snap me a picture of me doing it, they go like this. Here, wait. 
<laughs> and that's a thing they would do, and they would do it all the time, like when attractive women walk by. But anyway, that was Squiggy. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, that's weird. Only, I think the only it's so weird I would pick that up, but I think I when I was a kid I used to love Laverne and Shirley, the show, and then loved Shirley. Wow. <laughs> Is it him? I don't know. Oh, I Mr. Bingle. If I'm wrong, then that's okay. <laughs> Maybe it was. That's amazing. I'm pretty sure. Does he show up again? I don't. I don't know. Will the dove peck my eyes out if you tell me this? I don't, I don't remember. Think... Like he's definitely not like a main character, so if... but I feel like if they've got such a prestigious actor playing, well, him, I don't like... know if he's prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's prestigious! I didn't recognize him though. And Shirley is like a classic television. It show. is. I used to love Laverne and Shirley. Um. <laughs> Tell me why the the roadhouse has been turned into a court. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I was supposed to ask you that. Is, no! there, is, there, is there no courthouse? Is that I what it is? I guess the town of Twin Peaks is so small, there's no courthouse. And whenever there needs to be a trial, they turn the local Whoa. bar okay. into a courthouse. You gave me a question. I've got a question for you. Yeah. Tell me why everyone's wearing Colonel Sanders <laughs> ties. <laughs> <laughs> but not everyone, just the lawyers. Just what does that mean? I don't know. That's apparently like a like a fashion statement for lawyers. Oh, they're like big old hanging bows. Well, they're having the trial for Leland in the roadhouse for some reason. Um, Open bar trial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sheriff Truman defends Leland, and they've decided to let to release Leland until the trial. How do you feel about that? I okay. So here's the deal. I'm on Team Leland, right? You are. Me and me and Leland are both dads. <laughs> We both know what it's like to be a dad to a daughter. He's got another daughter, right? Does Leon have another? Was that his only daughter? That's his only daughter. Okay. Well, I only have one daughter, too. So I totally understand. Having said that, he murdered a person, right? Mm-hmm. He sure did. Kind of murdered the wrong person. Sure did. Right? And then Truman, and you know how I feel about Truman. Like, his <laughs> argument to saying that he should not be in jail, right, while they're doing the trial, is that um, he's a good guy. His ancestors came here a long time ago. He's That's really nice. He's normally a good guy. So uh, I'm Sheriff Truman saying uh, that I think he's an okay dude. I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily agree with it. You know who I do like? I don't know his name, but the other attorney, yes. the real big dude, yeah. I liked him a lot. Because yeah, every time he said great. something, I was like, preach, brother. That preach. was um, Prosecutor Ludwig. I kind of liked him. I thought he's got a good look to him. Yeah. I like, he was like a big dude, but he looked great in that suit. <laughs> he was just seemed like a cool dude, and I, yeah. I appreciated everything he said as a lawyer. I liked so. him, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Donna has a proposition for Harold. Ooh, we like Harold. Oh, wait. Do we like Harold? We don't like Harold. Harold is the shut-in. I know. It's been a while since you've watched the show because of our recording height. Yeah. Um, she's going to tell him her life story. Mm-hmm. Because he collects life stories. And he will read to her from Laura's diary. I don't really know what's going on with the collecting life stories. Yeah. But deep in my heart, it's telling me you should highlight that. Okay. Life stories. Like his collection. Him, his collection of life stories. Got it. Yeah. Um, Donna is like flirting with him. And she tries to get him to go outside, and she does get him to go outside, and he collapses. I like that. By the way, that actor did a great job of, like, 
doing that collapse. Like he was like he almost like it. melting, kind of like falling <laughs> apart. Yeah. I thought he. Was, I honestly thought he was dead. Oh I, really? Until we see him later, yeah. I thought he had died. Oh, from going outside. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Next, we've got another trial in the roadhouse. So Leo's trial. Um. Uh. This is where I noted that all the lawyers have to wear the same tie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's a rule. Leo's lawyer says that you can't try him because he's got very little brain activity. Um, he can't take any, any of the competency tests that they normally have people take. He can't comprehend the trial. So you can't put the man on trial. That's, um, that's his argument. And so the judge goes and has a drink. (laughs) He drinks uh, like a big blue drink. A Yukon Sucker Punch. Is that a real drink? I don't know. We should look that up. Yeah, go ahead and look. This is the episode of Googling things. Excellent podcast. Did you find out? Was that really swiggy, by the way? I don't know if it was. It it didn't like immediately pop up when I typed it in, but we can, you know, for the next episode, I'll do a little Um, bit more. Maybe we'll do a little update in the next episode. I feel like it is him. A Yukon Sucker Punch. Maybe it's we should. It's a cocktail, but it's only a cocktail because it was in Twin Peaks, I think. <laughs> oh, like they made it based on it. Yeah, it was like reverse engineered. Oh, so it probably wasn't a real drink. <laughs> yes. So, um. In our next episode, we should be drinking Yukon Sucker Punches. Ooh, I don't want to. It didn't look good to me. It looked blue. I like the color blue. <laughs> you do. You like noticed color Cooper blue. didn't drink his. I did notice that. Highlight that. Okay. Did you write that? If you didn't write it down, write just it highlight down. it in an empty space and we'll know that okay. empty space represents Dale not drinking it. Because I've got a theory about that. I noticed oh, okay. that. Yeah. All right. Um, and the judge is talking to Cooper and asking him how he likes the town of Twin Peaks. We already know that Cooper loves the town of Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Do I need to write that down well, I'm too? Po- yeah, I know. I'm pointing at you. He asked Dale Cooper how long he's been there. Yes. He says 12 days. That sounds about Does right. Does that tracks? Yeah, that sounds about right. Why me. does it feel like he's been there 12 months? <laughs> right? I mean, doesn't it feel like he's been friends with Truman for 100 years? Because we've been watching this TV show. <laughs> I guess if you spread a show out like once every two weeks or more, it does feel like... Because I did think about it and I, I did... How many... How many episodes have we gotten to now? So there were eight in season one, That's right? right, and we've added five to that. So okay. we're not going to math. No. <laughs> 13. 13. Ooh, 13 episodes, and this is Friday the 13th. I'm Today, really at recording. date of recording, this is Friday the 13th, and <laughs> this is the 13th anything. episode. Well, if he's been there 12 days, does that mean it roughly tracks to each episode as one day? Yeah, that makes sense, maybe. Oh, well, then if you do it that way, that does kind of make okay. sense, I suppose. And we can assume, too, that there's stuff going on that we don't see in the show. Like, Truman and Coop, like, hanging out. and Yeah. Like, whenever it cuts away, they're probably continuing. You're right, because they do have, seem to have an extremely close friendship for dudes I, who just met. I don't know if it's ago. just Truman's naturally curly hair, but I get a Frodo Samwise Gamgee <laughs> vibe from their relationship. Oh, my God. That's and we so true. and we know that Frodo and Sam knew each other for life mm-hmm. before they set out to 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 return the ring. That's true. To Mordor. Um so anyway, I guess that's not a mystery. I just thought that was weird. I was like only 12 days, you know. Oh, you writing it in the gap. Well, I'm writing that Cooper doesn't drink cuz I'll forget that yeah. that's what that blink. Does he not drink at all? He does drink though. I thought Have we not have we never seen him drink alcohol? 
I think he has. I feel like he has. So then the question is, why didn't he drink this one? I don't know. I've got Maybe because it, I don't know. It didn't look good to me. Maybe he didn't like the color. It's also called a a Yukon Sucker Punch, and I don't think I would drink anything. That sounds like I'm about to get punched. Speaking of Sucker Punch, we see a couple Sucker Punches in this episode. Yeah, there were a few. Not just the drink, but like from fists. Actual ones, yeah. 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 More to come on that later. Um, I thought the judge judge says something interesting there. He says, the woods are wondrous here, but strange. So I was excited when he mentioned the woods, because I was like, is he going to mention the darkness? So maybe the darkness is more... um, I feel I, I I'm interested in the darkness in the woods because they've mentioned it, but then we don't ever get well, you, it anymore. I feel like you've had a theory about the darkness in the woods for a while that maybe it's misunderstood. Yeah, like it's something going on, like yeah. the giant or something. Maybe I honestly don't know. Ed takes Nadine home. Oh, um, she doesn't remember James. She still thinks she's in high school, and she's so strong she ripped the refrigerator door off. <laughs> She comes back with the door, and they do, like, a speed, fast motion thing of her, like, look, and she lifts it up really fast. Uh, she's super strong. I feel like I should offer a new theory about her strength, but I don't have one, don't honestly. Have one. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Big Ed, this is the only scene we see him in. Yeah. Kills it. Big Ed's great. I feel like we haven't seen Ed in a while. Um, just because we haven't watched it in a while. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen any of these people in a while. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Mr. Tojimura. Has a meeting with Ben Horn. Mm-hmm. He is representing an Asian firm with a superior offer for the Ghostwood project. Highlight it, please. You got it. How do you feel about that actor's portrayal of um, that whole culture? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I know something about Mr. Tojimura. Oh. That. I cannot divulge. So for new listeners, if I ever hear a spoiler, a dove will poke my eyes out. So please do not. And I don't want the dove to come, so we won't speak of it. You, well, um, actually, it's been so long since, we, since we've last recorded, Dove Pie forgot all about us. <laughs> 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 the, the, dove is not, the dove flew away. The dove is like, oh, I'm sure he's good. The dove is like stalking other podcasts right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's a busy dove. He's got a lot of eyes to peck out. I mean, eyes aren't going to peck themselves out. I mean, that's spoiler dove. What's he going to do? <laughs> Um, uh, oh, Jean, is it Jean Renault? Is Jean Renault. Yeah. He Not calls, to be confused with Jacques. I know. There's so many Renaults. There's so many. Well, you know it. Distasteful Renaults. Do you see what I just said? What? Renault it. I said, I said, I said <laughs> you we know, you, you oh, it. Oh, God. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jean Renault calls with instructions um, for the. Uh, they're going to exchange the briefcase for Audrey yeah. and Cooper is going to take and Cooper takes the briefcase, which I found interesting because Cooper knows where Audrey is. Yeah. Like, uh, and Ben tells Hank to follow Cooper. And Hank like pops out of like a little door <laughs> and then goes away again. Yeah. By the way, between Jean Renault and Mr. What's his name right here? Oh, Tojimura. Uh, battle of the bad accents, oh, right? Truly. Battle. Who who's gonna win the bad accent battle? I don't know. I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Donna and Maddie scheme to steal 
the diary. I like this. You like this? Well, neither one of us really likes Harold, right? Right. We're kind of like... I don't like Harold, but I feel like she did reach a agreement with him. She was going to get the information, but that wasn't good enough. She wants the whole diary. Well, I think she did that agreement to steal it later. Maybe. She's just trying to... Are you thinking she was just trying to get into his good graces? Yeah. And also to hang out, so because she, if she didn't go there to... Do the agreement, she wouldn't have known where it was hidden, right? Right. The secret, like, bookcase type thing. So, Donna and Maddie are scheming to steal the diary. And Jean Renault is scheming to kill Cooper and Audrey. Kill them both. He has, like, a... Is this the same where he's got, like, the knife thing? Yeah. Yeah, and he... And he gets the strawberries. <laughs> Andy... Um, get some news yep. from. By the way, he's covered in post-its because he's, he's been post-its. he's been in charge of the the. Uh, so when Lucy went out of town, she was waiting for her temp to yeah. come because I guess they had an office temp that was going to come and be the secretary while she was out of town. She was mm-hmm. waiting, and they were like, "Don't wait around, Lucy. Just go ahead and go." Well, I guess the temp never showed up because Andy. It looks like Andy's been answering all of the phone calls, and that's why he's covered in in post-it. What do you notes. think happened to the temp? I don't know what happened to that. Maybe it's another mystery. Uh-oh. Go Should ahead. we highlight that? <laughs> I love the uh-oh. uh-oh. A mystery. Go ahead and highlight that. Uh, that Andy is... Uh, highlight the, where the... Where the temp go? Where did the temp go? Oh, a lot of things. Yeah, that's okay. Where'd the temp go? Where'd that temp go, guys? Um... So, it looks like uh, Andy's been uh, doing all... Answering all the phones. And uh, he gets a phone call uh, about his sperm count. Because his sperms, uh, Doc, Doc, his sperms, Doc Hayward told him that was a test he could take again if he wanted to, mm-hmm. and it looks like he uh, he took the test again and he's cured. Yeah, his sperm count has been cured. He's good. He's what good he, to go. What does he say? He like yells something. I'm a whole fleet. He says. Or he says I'm a whole damn town. That's right. I'm a whole. And he, he's so excited. He goes. I'm a whole. Day. I lo- by the way, can we talk about the receptionist at Doc Hayward's <laughs> office? She oh, is so. No, nice. she was saying it so nicely for him. He like- go- he's talking, and he. She goes, "That's right." Yeah, I don't remember what she what he says exactly, but he's like, he goes, I "Oh no." Write this down. He goes, "No." He goes, "I want to write this down," and he goes, "Oh, I know what you mean. You're not talking about real men. You're talking about my sperms." And she's like. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly. That's very good. And she's like, she I got to go now. She says, they're not just three men in a boat anymore. <laughs> I'm a whole damn town. I'm a whole damn town. <laughs> Which, by the way, huge news, right? Yes. Big news. So now we know that Andy could be the father this of Lucy's baby. Before we thought had to have been Dick Tremaine. Did you? Yeah, we thought it could. Well, this is such a dumb Thing. I thought for sure he was the dad, Dick Tremaine, because I thought they were – you know how sometimes people write – like they give a character a name and the name is a clue to who they are. And I was like, well, where do sperms come from? Dicks. So you thought Dick the name Tremaine, was yeah. I thought they were like – I thought they were serving us the answer. Like the, da- the daddy, the, da- the, mo- the baby daddy. I thought like what do you call someone you don't want to hang out with? Dick a dick. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah, dick. yeah. What's Andy's last name? Um. Oh, Andy Brennan. Brennan. I don't see any clues there. No, no I don't see no. any clues. Um, Hawk pops in. We haven't seen Hawk in a while. He no. Po- he pops in to update us on the one-armed man. He found his hotel room, and um, he found those same drugs 
Um, and Albert is analyzing them. Albert gets a little shout out. Yeah. Um, and then he's dismissed. Like, they don't want him around anymore because they're going to talk about their super secret. They're kind of doing the thing off stuff. on the side. You know, yeah. like, the the technically, like, you know, <laughs> bend, bending of jurisdictional rules. Uh, go ahead and circle, if you have written Albert down, circle yes. him. I don't have a mystery, but I have, I don't even know where this would go in our podcast. I have thoughts about Albert. Okay. Remember, it was two episodes ago um, when we were really gushing about how great yes. Albert was. And I thought... Uh-oh. I thought a lot about that conversation. About Albert, yeah, okay. yeah, about his walking in the path of Gandhi and yes. all that. So I, I'll put it in mysteries. Okay. Uh, mystery slash Albert thoughts. thoughts. Albert thoughts. Thoughts Albert's Corner. Do you need a new segment? Oh, God. Why don't we get Albert's <laughs> Corner and it's like, it's, it's, it's Albert's Corner and then it's him say, saying something mean and then it's, it's like, and then the segment is all about like, how love, much we love him. How much we love him how much he loves every, I don't know. It's like, look, it's trying to think. Albert's Corner. Welcome to Albert's Corner. Look, it's trying to think. <laughs> Try not to drag your knuckles <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Albert's the best one of us. <laughs> Try not to drag your knuckles. <laughs> I'm sleeping. Okay. I'm done. Andy Albert. calls the number. So he's got this great news. He yeah. knows that he could be the father of Lucy's And baby. he wants to call Lucy. He wants to tell Lucy and tell her right away. He calls the number that she's left for her sister because that's who she said she was staying with. Number four, an abortion clinic. And he says, oh, no. Oh, so no. He says, he's worried. Right? Yeah, Maddie is really. But I was confused. Oh. Sorry, because That's okay. yeah. she said she was keeping the baby. She did. She did. That is weird. She told Dick, Dick Tremaine that. She told Dick she was very. Um, should be a maternity was, dress. She was offended that yeah. he would even say that she should go to the abortion so, clinic. He tried to pay for an abortion. Maybe she was just going there to like grab pamphlets or something. I mean, really, mm-hmm. you know, you don't jump right into it. Yeah, maybe her sister's so. getting an abortion. I don't know. It's a huge decision. Either way, I mean, everyone's life is going to change. Maddie is real mysterious at the diner. Um, she's getting coffee her for her uh, stakeout because, uh-huh. of course, you can't have a stakeout without coffee. Yeah, yeah. And James follows. I don't know if he's following her, but like he's sitting at the diner and she's acting mysterious, and then he decides suddenly that he doesn't want to eat his entire dinner. Throws his food there. down. And he walks out, I guess, to follow her. He throws his money and his food down. Go ahead and highlight her and that coffee. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You probably know where this is going, but it kind of debunked one of my theories. Uh (laughs) Donna uh, is telling her life story. So the story she chooses to tell this evening is a story about her and Laura, um, where they put on short, tight skirts. Way too short and way too tight. They were 13 years old Oof. and they met 20-year-old guys at, at the roadhouse and they decided to go skinny dipping and a boy named Tim kissed her and it was the first time she ever fell okay. in love. So I'll be the first one to say this. Ew. Ew. Uh, let's go back to 13, yeah. right? 13 and 20? Yeah. By the way, Harold stops writing. <laughs> Did you notice this? I did notice that. The second she starts like dancing, he just stops. He's like, I'm all done. I can't write. I can't write anymore. I would think, is this why Harold wants these stories? Does he want sexy time stories? Because he says, tell me your, I think so. he says, tell me your life story, right? I think he She wants. could easily be telling him anything. Like but when I was a kid, said, I had a durable. Well, you just said that she's trying to get in with him. Yeah. So she's doing it on purpose. Yeah. She's trying to distract him so that Maddie can come steal but, the diary. But, but what I'm saying is, let's say he was like, give me your life story. And then she was just like 
talking about just like I don't know, you know, my my dad sold real estate. My mom, you know, owned a a exercise bike she never used. You know, (laughs) would he keep writing that down? Like, ooh, I I don't know. Does he have a morbid curiosity just about people in general because he never goes out, or is he specifically interested in sexy stories? Not that the story, I didn't find the story sexy. Oh, no. Well, once you factor in the ages of kids and all that, I mean, they're kids. Um, no, not sexy, but he looked like he thought it was sexy. Yeah. He had his hands all steepled. Right. Pen was forgotten. Yeah. Book not filled in with details. I think also because Donna was like doing this thing with like her hand and her face and like, yeah. It's just weird. I it mean, was weird. I don't know. It's an I uncomfortable. Mean, she's trying thing. to distract them. Yeah, she is. So she was doing a good job. Mission accomplished. Um, yeah. Bookhouse Boys, uh, Coopsies and Owl. Truman has a very interesting way of demobilizing this guy. Yes. That was kind of amazing. He, like, what does he do? He, like, punches him in the balls and then shoves a ball in his mouth? I think he punched his balls, his testicles. Yes. His testes. And then he put something in his mouth. and (laughs) I think he squeezed them, too. Because his hands stayed down there. Yeah. He punched him and squeezed him. And he was like, ah! And he shoved something in his mouth and then taped over his mouth. Yeah. And then he bonked his hot out the door and it's just like what is going on what? down here yeah that was crazy town i mean here's the deal effective right yeah also i want to say i really love the way that they're dressed because cooper is like yes. dressed like a, like like a spy like with like all black he's got his sneaking suit on and harry is just in a sweater and jeans <laughs> Um, back with Harold. Uh, Harold gives Donna a horticulture lesson, and then he kisses Donna. Well, he well he's talking about how the one are they tulips orchids? Orchids. How the one petals like the bottom lip? Yeah, it's like you know you want to kiss some flowers, right? (laughs) Whenever I think of flowers, I'm like, oh my goodness, and and they kiss, Uh, and then it's okay. This is where it gets a little weird. They kiss, and he goes, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta, I gotta leave. (laughs) Mystery. Do we even want to answer this one? I know. What did he have to go do? Don't want to know. Uh, we don't want to know, I don't think. I mean, we probably know what he had to do, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Coop finds Audrey, um, and he punches Nancy in the gut. I that's, love that scene. That's such a great scene, actually. <laughs> Is that where she come up with the knife, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It, that's such a great scene because he sees her in the mirror. Yeah. And he does like what I call the Batman move where he catches the blade yes. without even looking and... <laughs> right in the gut. He's not no shame about hitting a woman. Uh, she, woman. He'll do it. She tried to stab she him. She did. Um, speaking was, of killing people, Jean Reno killed Blackie. I know. Whoa. He kills her with his hidden blade. Yeah. And kisses her as she's dying, and she's bleeding out of her mouth into his mouth. What a creep. And he's like wiping it. So gross. The, this is not the behavior of a well-adjusted human being. <laughs> nope. Um, the uh, oh, the boys get made though. They've yeah. they've figured out that they're there. Luckily, Hawk Hawk followed them, okay. and I love the, what Hawk says. He's like, "Good thing you guys can't keep a secret." He um, <laughs> he he killed that guy with like a throwing knife. I was so so here's the deal, and I, no, I don't want to be a stickler for like uh, Twin Peaks <laughs> Sheriff Department like procedures, but are they going to go home and like uh, go back to work and like write this up? Like you know how you have to document. Like who's gonna they're gonna write up and then then 
we were held at gunpoint, and luckily Hawk threw a throwing knife at the man's back, and we left the scene of the crime. I mean... I don't think any of this is going in a police report. Uh, maybe the secret reports of the book house. That was a big boys. knife, too. He threw it at the yeah. man's back. That was amazing. Big enough to kill him. Um, Hank is reporting back uh, to Ben about everything that's going on, but he gets caught. By genre now. I kind of like, I don't like Hank as a character because he's not a great guy, but I like his look, like his jeans and leather jacket <laughs> look. I do. I think it's in a bad guy kind of way. Yeah, like it's a good a bad good, guy he's look. He's a good 90s bad guy. He, he's a good, like, to me, like, the kind of bad. So there, you've got, like, the bad guy who's, like, I'm the bad guy, like a Jean Reno. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he's killing yes. people. He's killing Blackie. Why do you kill Blackie? Because he's a maniac, yes. right? But then you've got characters like Hank, who's a bad guy, but he's, like, the. Like the um, what's the word? Like trying to look for opportunities, bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what Hank is. Like, yeah. Not necessarily playing all sides, but just seeing what's going on around here. But he was caught. Uh, speaking of getting caught, Harold catches Maddie and Donna, and then he rakes his own face. Then he rakes his own face, and at what? And he says that Laura knew who killed her, <laughs> and he rakes his own face, and that's the end of the episode, which is. Oh, weird. They're like all freaked out. Bizarre. Why wouldn't you be freaked out? A man is just raking his face. Well. Why did he do that? Why did he rake his face? Yeah. I don't know. Should we highlight it? I I mean, if you got a mystery about it. Uh, I don't know. know. Why would a person rake their own face? Oh, I know what. Because he couldn't leave it alone. Leaves. Rake? No? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I was trying. I was trying. <laughs> okay. Oh, Eric, let's move on. Because he... To the next segment. Because he fell for... Uh, fall, <laughs> so seasons, autumn. many. So many mysteries. Mysteries. So many mysteries. Let's see what I've got. Let's work our way through these mysteries. So I highlighted Harold collecting life stories. Yeah. I think he's collecting life. Well, easy answer is he's collecting life stories because he can't leave his house. So he's interested. But I think there's more going on here because there was a bunch of books in there, right? Yeah. Whose books? Whose Whose life stories stories are these? Laura's one of them. Dawn is one of the new ones. I think it has to do with the cream corn kid. Ooh. How? (laughs) <laughs> Look at you. Oh, they are neighbors. Thank you. They're neighbors. I think somehow the kid is involved with this. Huh. He's magic, right? Yeah. And it's like a whole neighborhood. Oh, like a magical neighborhood? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. The, the theory is I, I think the kid's involved somehow, and I think it has to do with that neighborhood okay. somehow. Okay. The Meals on Wheels neighborhood. Okay. Maybe. Um. Did you have a theory about him collapsing? Yeah, I think he really was in pain. I don't think it was Do you just think like a weird like thing. Allergic to sunlight? That could be. I mean, that's not that weird, right? I mean, the show has psychic stuff in it. Yeah. Remember that kid made cream corn disappear? Yeah. Remember that? I do remember. I that. would think making cream corn disappear and then reappear is more weird than being allergic to sunlight. Yeah. Okay. So I think he's either allergic or hmm, maybe he's tied in with what's the psychic bad guy's name? Bob. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he's tied in with that Ooh. guy somehow. I don't know how. 
Hmm. Because I get a is he a vampire? I do get a. I mean, I get a vampire vibe from Bob. Like I think he feeds on psychic energies. Like he has to find people that are strong in psychic powers, and that's how he gets stronger. Maybe, and maybe somehow a herald uh, like resisted him or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Harold's just a weird dude. It is weird. Sorry, Harold, but you're weird. (laughs) Harold, if you're listening. Harold, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Don't. I'm sure. I'm sure someone's probably told you this before. I, ho- I hope your face feels better. Put some. Put some neosporin on that. Do me a favor. Don't let it get infected. Don't let it get infected. Um, Cooper not drinking the Yukon Sucker Punch. I think it's as simple as this. I think he's on duty, oh. and he decided not to drink because like, we've seen him drink before. It's very professional. Yeah, of him. I think because I see him looking at it, and he doesn't decide to drink, but he doesn't make a whole show. Like right. he, does, he doesn't go, "I'm not drinking this." Like he plays it cool, and I think he's on duty. He decides not to drink it. So that's, that's my that's, simple theory. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have a theory about where the temp went? Oh, <laughs> I don't think they ever hired a temp. Oh, you yeah. don't think? I don't think so, because temps cost money, right? Oh, do you think they told Lucy that yeah. they hired a temp, but they were all they were planning for Andy to answer that's, the phone? Thank you. Time. I think uh, that's why. I don't think the temp got caught up anywhere because I think that's why Harry was kicking her out the door so much. Oh, I see. I, I don't know why they didn't hire a temp. It could just be a, a funding type issue, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't think they hired one and they were just like, Andy's got it. By yeah. the way, Andy, busy job. He was also the uh, court drawer so, Yeah, he person. was. The he was doing illustrations. Face in the, uh, drawing. Yeah. In What's the, the name of that person? I don't know what that person is. The artist? Court artist? Court artist? Court face artist? Court art. Court face. <laughs> we'll look it up for next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Tojimura, do you have a yes, theory I do. about that? So okay. I have a theory about him and his mysterious investors wanting to buy up ghosts. Ghostwood, the Ghostwood Estates. I think the Ghostwoods Estates, like the plot of land, yes. is where the darkness in the woods is. Okay. Or, or whatever's in the woods. Okay. And there's a competition. They, they want to make a grab for whatever that is in the woods. Okay. For... Their own reasons. I think that's... Like, what I'm saying is this group, they know about the thing oh, in the woods. you think so? I do. More okay. than them just being like, hey, I want some trees, right? Okay. Because they're like, here's $5 million. I think it's like uh, something... Whatever's in the woods is something that is very valuable and can be used for their own reasons. Okay. Um, Matt, Maddie getting coffee... So she drinks the coffee. We we do see her drink coffee. Probably not a robot, right? I guess not. Unless she got an upgrade. <laughs> Did Jacoby upgrade My her? first thought was, because remember, she's getting the coffee. Oh, he couldn't have. He's in Hawaii right now. He's in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, my first thought was, because she gets the coffee to go. And I was like, well, no wonder she gets it to go. So no one has to see her not drinking it. But she does drink it. Or she pretends to drink it. That's true. She could be uh, miming drinking it to fit in. She is probably not... Not an android. An android. I really like that one. It was a good one. I thought it was true. (laughs) Where was that? There was that one time she smiled. I remember I was like, it was just a weird smile. (laughs) It was a weird smile. 
Drops with some <laughs> like clearly an automaton, <laughs> Un- uncanny valley smile. <laughs> Something is wrong. Um, and now it's time for Albert's corner. Albert corner. Okay, so here, this is so <laughs> you know how we really, if you remember, like I think it was two episodes ago, was when Albert gave his whole talk about I walk in. Remember we did yes. the we did the quote reading. We remember? did. We I did walk in the steps reading. of I walk in the steps of King and Gandhi yes. when I say as I love you. Why I don't know if. I not I don't want to say I've read a lot of Gandhi, but I feel like our other so if you listen to this podcast because you like Twin Peaks, welcome. But we also have another podcast called Same Team Y'all, Same Team Y'all, where we talk about how we're all on the same team and how we're all connected and stuff. Like that. And I feel like Gandhi is a lot of kind of what inspires that, you yes. know, along with the philosopher Alan Watts, uh, Lady Gaga, and the <laughs> um, author Lev Grossman. <laughs> Um, I mean, I'm telling right. it's 100 percent true, isn't All it? Our yeah. patron saints. It is, <laughs> but um, Gandhi would say that there's two types of violence in this world: physical violence, and I don't remember what the name of the other one is, but it's basically violence of that you can put out in the world. And I would say, here's the deal: even if Albert totally loves everyone, those quips, that's mm-hmm. what he would consider violence. You know, when you think negative thoughts about yourself, that's violence. When you think thoughts about others, and certainly when you say words to others that are hurtful. Even if you say you walk in the path of King and Gandhi, it kind of goes against the word of Gandhi. Albert's on a journey. I know he. I know he's on a journey. Yeah. I know. But I see what you're saying. That's. I was just. I was just diving deeper. Yes. You know, into it, and I realized that even if he is secretly on this journey to loving everyone authentically, um, that when he says these things, that's putting more hate out right. in the world. He's not really you know? showing it. Yeah. yeah. Right. I appreciate so, that deep dive into Albert. Yeah. yeah. Do you Albert's have any corner. other mysteries? I don't think so. No. I think those are, I think the only mystery is, is can we keep this a fortnightly podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I think we can. I think we can. Um, <laughs> Eric, what was your quotable quotation for this episode? There's only one possible answer for quote. Is do you? I think we might. Do we have the same quote? And we might. Let's okay. say it at the same time. <laughs> it's so stupid. Are you so ready? Stupid. Okay. Okay. If it's two different quotes, it's gonna sound so dumb. You ready? <laughs> so funny. You ready? I'm a whole damn town. <laughs> High five it. Yes. I mean that. That's the clear choice, right? Quote of he the was, whole episode. He was so happy. Oh, he was. He had all his sperms were back. <laughs> his sperms. His sperms came back. Oh my goodness. Not oh. just three men in a boat anymore. Well, he's also happy too, because that means he's probably probably he's probably well, probably he's at well, least in, in the running. In now. his dreams, he is the the father of Lucy's baby. I think he wants to be the in father. In his dreams. Yeah. Well, like I think Did he, I miss a dream? Well, no, 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 no. Did I miss an episode? I know I shouldn't say that when we talk about Twin Peaks. No, I just was a giant like, there. I think that he is hoping yeah. that he is the father that of of Lucy's Probably. Baby. I mean, we I don't know. So he was so excited to tell her. He wanted to call her immediately. That is true. And Andy just seems like a good guy. Andy is a good guy. And I think that I he, hope he's I dad. think that he loves Lucy. Like he seems so hurt when she began to reject him. And she called him Officer 
Brennan. Brennan, yeah, See he didn't. Later, Brennan. Don't call me, Officer Brennan. Don't call me, Lucian. Oh boy, what was our? Now it's been so long since I've done an Andy impression. What's the saying? <laughs> oh, 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 Lucy. Oh, oh, Lucy. Why do I have to go home? Yeah. Why'd you make me go home? Oh, Lucy. We need to work on our impressions. We do. We yeah. were getting really good. Uh, it's been a while. <laughs> God, we haven't seen Pete in forever. Wrapped in plastic. Do you know why? Like, was the actor like on vacation or Maybe. something? Maybe. I mean, it's a. There's a lot of characters. There are a like, lot we, of characters. We saw we Big Ed for three seconds. True. We can't see everyone in every episode. <sighs> Although I, I like the episodes where we see Pete more than all of the other. I, I wish we. I wish I had a theory about. Is it Nadine? Uh-huh. Super strength? But yeah. But I just don't. I don't even know where to start and, with that one. And the fact that she still thinks she's in high school. <laughs> Out of nowhere. I, can I ask you this, Tess? Yeah. And if if the dove will peck my eyes out by answering. Okay. You don't have I to answer. I just won't answer. Will we ever see Cream Corn Kid again? Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Really? Oh, by the way, we're... Are you messing with me that we're going to see snakes again? We haven't seen yes. snakes in forever. You are going to see snake again. When's the last time we saw snake? Season one, right? It's been a while, but he will return. Okay. Snake. <laughs> you know who... Uh, you have so much good stuff coming your way. I do. Uh, well, thank you. I'm glad. I, do. I know uh, I know we're in like the quote and whatever, and we're just having conversations, but this podcast is just for fun. Um, Bobby's dad. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? Major Briggs. Major Briggs. I feel like Major Briggs is at like inside like his his heart or whatever where albert is trying to be yeah major briggs seems to have figured things out right you know what i mean except for his relationship with bobby which he's still working on yeah that is true he hasn't figured that out yet but it's weird like it almost doesn't seem to be a concern to him right well i think that's one of those things that just comes in time i think when you have a teenager yeah there's not a whole lot you can do other than just wait well, for them to come around. Yes, I've been watching a little show called Fuller House. <laughs> and Fuller House, if that's taught me anything, that there is lots you can make them come around. And it usually involves a group hug and a couple of hilarious hijinks along the way. <laughs> that is not this show, my friend. <laughs> hey, Eric. Yes. I'm really curious to find out who your MVP of this episode was. I'm curious to find out what yours is as well. Who's your MVP? I picked Prosecutor Ludwig. <laughs> you know what? I was this close to picking him. I was this close to picking him. And then I was like, I can't pick him because he wasn't in it that long. <laughs> but he, first of all, fashion trendsetter. Yes. With that tie. Mm-hmm. Um, and second of all, warrior for justice. You I know love what? everything that he said. I am so happy to hear you say that because I was getting a little frustrated, right? Yeah. Because part of me, I was I like. I agree with you. Uh, uh, everything he, thank you. Everything he said where it was like, guys, didn't Leland just murder a man? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're oh, telling me some. Ru- and isn't Leo a freaking career criminal that we should Thank put behind you. bars? Yeah. It doesn't matter if he's brain dead. Let's do it, guys. What's this is our name? chance. Ludwig. Ludwig is probably like the one, <laughs> no offense to Twin Peaks, competent <laughs> member of government. I mean, really. He's like the one guy like, guys, 
no, no, really, guys. You well, know? He's not actually from Twin Peaks. I think he traveled in for the trial. Makes that perfect might be sense. Why. You know what Albert would say about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, man. you didn't pick Ludwig. I Who didn't. Did you choose? I, I thought we were going to go with the same person this time. I did go with Coop this Coop, time. I went with right. Coop just because I like the idea of since they knew he kind of set up this whole like sting operation mm-hmm. with the house. Uh, when I jacks and it was very like spicy and <laughs> you know what he showed restraint when he fought what was the girl's name that he punched in the gut Nancy Nancy I mean he punched her in the gut yeah but I mean he it was a fight for his life she had a right. knife you know when had to do when it. someone comes at you with a knife I imagine it's easy to take that knife and be like ah you know but he showed restraint also I learned that he's a practitioner of yoga he likes to spend time on his head, which is very cool. Yeah. You know? But yeah, Coop, you I can sh- relate to that. I should have, yeah. I like spent time on my head as well. <laughs> I should have went with. Um, it's okay. Ludwig. 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 Yeah. <laughs> you know, are you familiar? Real quick tangent. You know uh, King Koopa? Like from Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. So he has seven Koopa Lings children. Uh huh. And one's name is Ludwig. Yeah. yeah. The only reason Ludwig they know, von Koopa. The only reason we know that his name is Ludwig is because Hank stole his wallet. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Eric. Hey. How many fish and a percolator did you give this episode? You'd never guess. There was a fish in the percolator. I gave this episode three point eight five fish in a percolator. Three point eight five. <laughs> three point eight five fish in a percolator All is right. what I gave this one. That's very precise. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I I rounded up. I gave it four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> We're on kind of like different scales. I'm over here like balancing pebbles. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed this episode. I really like the sting operation. I don't think it added a ton of new mysteries, which at this point is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did get frustrated with some of the um, uh, decisions made by the judge who will just go ahead and just go ahead and kick back a few alcoholic beverages <laughs> before he makes decisions that governs other people's lives. Um, yeah. Also, I really, I don't, I, I am always hesitant to say I don't like someone, but I really don't like Harry Truman. I don't, he does a really, I feel like every time he talks, he's doing a bad cowboy impression. Oh, and I'm sorry, Harry, you're not a cowboy. In the Wild West, there are no laws, but you are supposed to represent the law. Uh, yeah. And I don't think I've ever seen him do one thing that maintains law in Twin Peaks. I've seen a lot of things breaking the law. Right. Tess. Tess, help me out. Has he done anything? Uh, I mean, I just, I love doing I mean, this podcast with you because it's, it's <laughs> given me so much to think about. I've never thought this deeply about Harry Truman, but I guess you're right. I guess he's really. He is, I'm going to say this, as corrupt as it comes. Really not right? that great of a cop. I guess I've been blinded by my love for Coop and yeah. Coop's love for Harry. I love that Coop loves Harry. And I love Harry and Coop's relationship. But I think if I was Coop's mom, I would say Harry's a bad influence. You're right. You know? You're right. He's like, don't worry about Josie. She's fine. Okay. <laughs> right? True. You know? Yeah. He gives him land. I mean, I guess they caught, was it Jacques Renault? They did catch him. They did. So that's 
law. He enforced law. <laughs> but, I mean, even then, like, he, he, like, got the Jacques, like, he was like, arrest him and start just walking away. Didn't even carry right. it out. And then the guy pulled the gun on him. Yeah. Andy. Luckily, Andy was there. Luckily, Andy was there. I don't Luckily know. Luckily, we got Andy and Hawk in that police department. And I get that Leland. Doing good work. I get that Leland Palmer is, like, you know, everyone's friends, right? Mm-hmm. He murdered a man. He sure did. You know what I mean? He, he murdered sure a man. Did. And then Harry's also, argument. he's been acting very erratic lately. And can you he goes, okay, so no, he should not be detained or, or whatever. Right. Because one, he's usually a really nice guy. And <laughs> his family's um, from here. His family's yeah, his his ancestors have come here. Which to me, the very and Tess, I know I'm getting too serious here. We're, Seems a little Aryan we, nation. We're, we're 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 kinda uh, guys, we're recording kind of a small not a small town. We're not as small as Twin Peaks, but kind of a country oh, kind of yeah. area. And all of this smacks as good old boy it justice. Was, that was a very He's a friend answer. of my dad, yeah. so let's get him off the hook. Yeah. It, and I know it's just a TV show, but boy, that, that really grinds my gears, Harry S. Truman. Oh, well, th- thank you, Judge. I'm, I'm real happy to shut up, Truman. I, oh, it gets me so mad, this guy. Oh, my goodness. Coop, on the other hand, I love Coop. Got it. <laughs> we love you, Coop. Well, this has been another eye-opening episode <laughs> of Same Peaks, y'all. Uh, thank you uh, for listening. Thanks for joining us. I want to give a shout-out to someone really quick. Yeah. Um, I uh, received a, uh, on Facebook, I received a message request, you know, like when you're not friends with someone on Facebook and they request to talk to you anyway, mm-hmm. from someone named Chris. Hey, Chris. And Chris said, hi, Tess. Sorry to bug you. You're not bugging me. Are you going to continue with Same Peaks? Yeah. What? I know. And I said, I told him, yeah, we are. <laughs> but big shout out to Chris. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks buddy. for listening. Yeah. And thanks for hanging around, even though, you know, we've been a little sporadic lately. But, you know, I'm sure you guys understand this. Life happens sometimes, yeah. you know. And I've got a surprise for you guys. No one has paid us to do this podcast, unfortunately. <laughs> we have to, we have real jobs. Uh, I wish, can you imagine if we did get paid to do this podcast? That'd be amazing. That'd be really good. We'd probably like, actually record on time <laughs> uh, guys thank you so much for listening to same peaks y'all this was episode what was it uh, season, season two. two episode five yeah so yeah. next one's probably gonna be season two episode, <laughs> episode six yeah sure. so watch that one before you uh listen to the next episode uh feel free to email us same peaks y'all at gmail.com you can email us your theories about uh twin peaks and if you've seen the show and you want to send something spoilery that's cool. I am manning the email. Eric will not see it. So if you want to send me spoilery stuff, that's cool. Yeah. I'm happy to talk to anybody about Twin Peaks. That's the whole reason I'm doing this podcast. That's the whole reason we're doing this podcast. So I can make Eric watch Twin Peaks so I can make him talk yeah, to if, me about it. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider rating us on um, and leaving a review on whatever you're listening to us on. We would appreciate it. And if you do enjoy this podcast and... Um, you enjoy listening to us. Uh, we also have another podcast called Same Team, y'all, where we discuss um, how we're all on the same team. We discuss stuff that we're loving, tells from the library, important life lessons. It's always a lot of fun. Uh, we hope that you join us. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And, oh, boy, someone just handed me some coffee. And, boy, is it hot. hot. This is some hot coffee. This coffee. It's hot. Hot. Not cold. No, not cold. <laughs> not cold at all. <laughs>